spooky people. Welcome to a evening filled with ghost stories. Corinne will join us up here in a moment and it will be time to get spooky ooky. Speaking of, has anyone seen the new Wednesday show on Netflix? Because Corinne and I have. And you guys, it's, it's so, good. so good. Wednesday is freaking amazing. And I do have to say that I think I enjoyed it even more. I, I would have loved it regardless. But I enjoyed it even more knowing that it's inspired by, based in Jericho, Vermont, which is literally the next town from me. Like, I go get my Christmas tree in Jericho. If I walked a few miles from my parents' house, I would be in Jericho. So it was so exciting. Because I was like, at first I was like, why that? They said Jericho. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. I wonder how many Jerichos there are in America. And then I kept seeing all the Vermont license plate. And I was like, how the hell did anyone find out about this little town? Yeah, it, I love that. It is like, I feel like anytime a show is close to home, like Yellow Jackets takes place in Jersey. So I got like super excited. I was like, well, this show was made for mm-hmm. me. And um, right. it makes me rewrite my childhood. Like yeah. I, I was thinking about growing up. I was like, wow, how magical is it that I grew up next to such a magical school with all these magical people? And I was like, wait a second, this didn't actually happen. It's on TV. Okay, well, it could <laughs> It could. It very well could. could. When uh, Yes, I was so excited. I truly binged the entire season in mm-hmm. one day. Oh, I believe it. It's super good. It was so good. Yeah, I stayed up late last night. Um, we won't ruin it for anyone, but highly recommend it. If you, very much if you so. consider yourself a phantom, then <laughs> you will most likely <laughs> like this show called Wednesday. You better like it or else... Or else Wednesday Adams will come for you. Oh, Sarah asked a good question. Who do you ship Wednesday what? with? Oh, interesting. Her roommate. Well, I, I love her roommate. <laughs> Me too. I don't know. I didn't like any of the romantic. They all had their like the good, the bad, you know? Yeah, there was one specifically that I liked more, but I can't say. I feel like I can't say. Was it the artist or well, the barista? That's that's a way to, to not. Yeah. The barista. I think I liked the barista at first and then started, you know, I was, I waffled. I waffled a bit. Apparently there was one take where she just didn't blink and Tim Burton looks at her and goes, no more blinking. Wednesday doesn't blink anymore. So she was not allowed to blink in any of her takes. I noticed that. And you know what else I noticed? The only time she did blink was when she was in, well, I don't want to ruin the series for people, but when she was talking to her, her counselor. basically when she had to confront her own emotions that confused her that's when she would blink which i found interesting and i wasn't sure if it was that is interesting she's so good she's she's so incredible i want to did you know her and she's younger than me i know how old is jenna ortega like 18 probably 20 21 she choreographed the dance scene as well did you know that i saw how freaking cool she is How i cool. mean when i grow up i want to be jenna ortega as wednesday right. adams i watched the interview where she said that tim burton had asked her if she wanted to choreograph the dancing and she was like sure and then two days before they were supposed to film she goes oh shit i forgot that i agreed to do that and then basically she came up with all of that like late nights it's so good it's, it's so, so good. good iconic She's so cool She's so we cool. love her. This is you know, no longer a ghost story podcast. This is, this is just <laughs> fangirling for Wednesday, Adam. Oh, Jenna Ortega, specifically. I love it. But you know what it reminded me of so much is what? of June. 
of June? My June. My character June. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought there was a show called Of June, which maybe should be no. the new your your new title. So for those of you who have been with us for a very long time, I'm sure you remember the character June. I in college didn't have a Halloween costume. So I became the costume and wore kind of like darker clothing, put darker makeup on. And got to the party and just stared at people and didn't talk to anyone and found a lighter. It was like photobomb photos and just like stand, stare creepily in the background of people's photos. And then I like sat in a tree with the lighter. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even like that big of a deal, right? Like you did it and everyone was super entertained, but no one said, what the hell is going on? It was just like, that's Sabrina. I mean, that's kind of a, that's. Oh, someone would be like, who's that girl on the tree? Someone would be like, that's Sabrina. Really? No, no, no. That's June. <laughs> that's June now. There was one girl who came up to me and was like, are you okay? And I had to break character and be like, no, yeah, this is just a, a bit. Um, I like, I swear I'm not on drugs. <laughs> this but her name, her name was June. And she said very Wednesday June. Adams comments. Yeah. That's so funny. I, I forgot about June for yeah. until... Never forget June. Never forget June. I don't remember our characters. You and I also had a moment at a party where we decided to be a a couple on vacation. A married couple. On a tropical vacation. (laughs) What the fuck? I think we were from the Midwest. Like, that was our yes. story. And I pulled my shorts up really high. I think Liv had a pair of like granny glasses. So I stole those off of her. And then I and I were going around so being like, oh, this vacation is so nice. Have you been so down to the beach? <laughs> There's only photo evidence, I think, of all of our characters with like one photo each time. Yeah. And that's yeah. the way I like You and it. I would just like bop around and do our own thing. Yeah. Um, this gives me anxiety thinking about people okay. dredging up things from the past. Greetings. Oh, my gosh. We have so- someone from Tokyo, Japan. Mart- wow. Martinia? Mar- Martina? I don't- I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, but hello. Welcome. We are so excited you're all here. So Martina. And this is Campfire Stories. I don't know why, like, for a second I forgot where I was. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Matrix. Um, <laughs> this the glitch. <laughs> uh, short-circuiting. But... We're here. You're here. You're here to tell us ghost stories specifically. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if this is your first time, welcome. If this is not your first time, then you know the drill. I'm going to say it again anyway. We would love to have as many people come up here as possible. So if you could try to keep your stories to five-ish minutes or so, try to tell one story tonight, and you can always come back here in the future and tell more stories or email us your other stories for the future. And try to find a quiet space to share your story just so that audio is great for everyone to listen and be able to hear your story properly. And also that when we replay it on our podcast feed, everyone in the world can enjoy it and hear it. Yes, I know people are, sometimes people are driving, but we are going to ask that you refrain from coming on if you are driving. Because unfortunately, the Bluetooth, half of us hear it and then the other half it the audio doesn't like transcribe correctly and so we end up losing half the story and we also want you to be safe while driving yes that's yeah. it. <laughs> um, mostly audio no I'm, mostly I'm, kidding. Audio. I'm kidding i real quick okay i just need to ask this because i was talking to corinne i was talking to you about this before we joined on but um i was recently told by one of my therapists that 
I am in my Saturn return, or it seems like I'm in my Saturn return, and I need to know who does Saturn return chart readings and somebody save me. Somebody. I wish that we could easily Google that, you know, like, I just feel like there should be an easier way, but no, we need to, we need to find an expert. Okay. Well, this is not enjoyable. Kelsey said, oh no, Saturn return. Carmen said, oh God, good luck. Oh, what? You guys. Well, I mean, mean? I mean, I will say I, those seem pretty accurate for what I'm experiencing in life lately. (laughs) So hello. Hello. Um, a Saturn return, basically, I don't know a ton about it. And this is basically every 29 to 31 years, the stars realign in the exact same manner that they were on, like at the exact second you were born and, you know, based on your birth chart. And it's supposed to symbolize a massive shift, rebirth and change in your life. That is the 1% fact from Two Girls, One Ghost of Saturn return. I don't know much else. Mm-hmm. But you guys, Klonopin can only get me so far. <laughs> sometimes you need therapy and sometimes you need astrology. <laughs> You're bringing uh, yeah. in everything. <laughs> like, this is reminding me of my friend Allison. One time she was talking to her life coach and she, the life coach was like, what do you need? What do you think you need? And she's like, I need a therapist, a chiropractor, and a psychic. Those three things <laughs> I need. And then I'll be fine. On retainer at all times. <laughs> Oh gosh. Well, let's let's, let's start ghost stories. There's gonna be no theme. Next week we should do a theme. Next week, let's do the theme that we said we were gonna do before, which was haunted sleepovers. So next week, let's do that. Yeah, so we'll raise our hand then. So that will be next week. Yeah. So this week it's it's snow theme. Whatever you have goes. Raise your hand in the chat. Sabrina will find you. Raise your hand. Um, okay. I don't know why I sounded like that, but here we are. Okay, I'm going to bring up Jessica. Oh, Kenna said that they have a puppy story. Oh, well, I'll bring Kenna up next then. Okay, great. Yeah, we'll have we'll have at least one lighthearted one. <laughs> I have a hair stuck in my toe and I've been for the last like five minutes I hate that. trying to get it out and I can't. Oh, the worst. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Hi, holy crap, I'm actually talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited to be talking to you. Oh my gosh. Hi. Hi, everybody. So yeah, so I have a lot of stories, but I'm gonna keep it pretty simple because this one is the one that's probably the most affected me. So I have a 12-year-old son, along with actually four other kids. I have five kids. I know. I'm crazy. Oh, wow. Good um, for you. <laughs> But my 12-year-old son, um, he has brittle bone disease. And I think because he's been physically disabled his whole life, he's more sensitive. And so he's always seen spirits and stuff like that. And so last year, um, he kept telling me that there was a boy in his room. And it just, it was like... Every night he's like, mom, I see him, I see him. And I'm like, okay, buddy, like we would sage the room. We would like, we we're saying you're not allowed here because he was really scaring him. Um, and it was horrible. Like, cause he's like, he couldn't get out of bed, even if he want to run to us, he has to call for help. So um, what happened was there was one night that he, I hear him calling me and 
just like usual, it's the middle of the night. So I get up, I'm totally fine. And all of a sudden, like I walk into his room and I had this incredible rage, like the scariest rage I'd ever felt in my life. And I, I, it was like, it wasn't me. And I went up to him. I'm like, what the hell do you want? Right. I'm in my, my son's face. And that's not like me at all. And I could feel I wanted to hurt him. And like the scared, it, it makes me emotional because he has brittle bone disease. He breaks his bones oh all the time. Gosh. He's like had a thousand breaks in his life. He's, he's so fragile. For me to feel that way was just never in my life. Never in my life have I ever that way. And he was looking at me like he was really terrified of me. And I, I remember just yelling at him. And I went back to my room and I laid down. The next morning he goes, mom, you didn't even look like you. Your face changed. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Um, and he goes like, mom, I don't, I don't think that was you. Like, and I was apologizing so bad. And like, part of me had actually forgotten it until he brought it up the next day. And then it kind of flooded back. And I was like, like, oh my God, I can't believe that I ever could do that to you and ever felt that rage and anger. And, um, so like I, I, my sister-in-law is very spiritual. She's very witchy. And the next, my, like after he talked to me, I was like, you need to help me. There's something like something in this house. And she came and she helped us like cleanse the house. And um, nothing has ever happened like that again. But it was probably the scariest moment of my life, especially after when I realized the next day. And he literally said, like, my face changed. I wasn't me. Jeez. Well, my question, well, this is terrifying, first of all. <laughs> like you were you were being possessed by a very negative spirit. But it makes me wonder if it's yeah. the exact same spirit that your son has been seeing in the room. Oh, yeah. And, then, and like you said, just before he called me into the room, there was that little boy was standing at the door. Oh, so it 100% is the same spirit. Yeah. And yeah. It's evil. <laughs> Oh, and it's been over a year and nothing. And he really hasn't. I actually said to him, I said, buddy, you haven't said that you've been seeing anything lately. And he's like, no. Well, I guess the other night there was somebody calling my name, but no, that was it. No, actually a couple of days ago, somebody walked up the stairs, but you know, nothing big mom. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) So he just, he's so open. He is very, very open. And it's, it's truly terrifying because he's had, when he was little, he had, like um, he said he woke up and there is like a like a figure he saw standing beside his computer desk in his room with the pointy hat, but it was a shadow person. And he said that it was just standing there and he was looking at it and all of a sudden it just charged at him. And the thing with my son's brittle bone disease is that he's in a wheelchair. Um, he oh. can't walk. He can't stand. So he literally just screamed bloody murder for help, basically. So unfortunately, he sees like normal, like good spirits sometimes, but he also oh. does experience the bad. But I feel like as he's getting older, he isn't as sensitive to it, hopefully. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I know that was my, that was my thought when you said that he was like, oh, no big deal. Just saw someone over by the stairs or whatever. It's like, okay, well, that was no big deal. Then that means that there are things that are (laughs) are a big deal that happen. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. It's so scary to, you know, like, obviously you're the, you're the parent, you're the caretaker, you have so much love for your child. And to have a moment like that, where you don't feel like yourself and you don't feel like you can trust yourself too. That's so, so frightening. It is like, because I just, I do like, like I said, looking back on it that morning, I was just like, I remember that instant rage. Like I was totally fine getting up out of bed. And then all of a sudden just extreme anger and just wanting to hurt him. And I'm like, like the next day I was just, I cried to my son and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I <laughs> like, like, um, and I Aww, think we've taken yeah. care of it because nothing feels like it's here anymore and he doesn't complain of it anymore. So I'm so hopeful. That's good. So yeah. That was yeah. And it also says a lot about you as a parent too, the fact that your son was like, that wasn't you. Like there was something mm-hmm. like that was so so strange to to witness and experience that like clearly mom there was some sort of like negative energy at play here yeah absolutely like I'm just so thankful that he was able to see that um because my god like it's just terrifying um that was definitely the scariest moment I've had spiritual stuff my entire life but that was the thing that was like we need we need to do something so well I'm also glad that he has someone and people in his life who believe him and are able to help him through these experiences. Absolutely. I think it's so important like that it's so important that even just these group exists, like my kids have listened to your show and they've listened to other shows um, like real life ghost stories and all them. And like, they're like, they, they know that we aren't going to discount them. Like, you know, there's some stories, obviously, with little kids where you're like, mm-hmm, okay, <laughs> to know that, have my kids know that we, they have a listening ear and that we're always going to support them through those scary moments. Like, that's so important to me. Yeah, absolutely. Beautifully said. Now you need to give the rest of your kids Ghostbuster outfits so they can run around and <laughs> catch all the spirits in the house. <laughs> that's maybe next year's Halloween costume. <laughs> that is a great family costume. That is right. That's perfect. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank well, you so much, Jessica. Pleasure. Thank you. Love you guys from Canada. Oh, <laughs> lots of love to you. Love you. Bye. Bye. That would be really terrifying. It's like it's like sleep paralysis all the time when you see spirits and aren't able to to run away from them to do anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. It reminds me of in Scooby Doo. You know how. Whenever they see a spirit, they run in place for a while because they're like so scared that their their feet yeah. don't catch up to their desire to run. Zoinks. Zoinks. Scoob. Okay. Impressions are not my thing. So be kind to my soul. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, no, bullying it's my Saturn return. Please be nice. <laughs> We should get you a sash that instead of instead of like birthday girl or or bride to be, it just says it's my Saturn return. <laughs> so everyone and do I have to wear it for the entire year? Yeah, so then everyone knows. Be nice. It's my scarlet letter. Maybe I'll get some some free snacks or something out of it. <laughs> so we'll be like, here, have this really wonderful, soft, gooey blueberry muffin. 
And then I'll just break down and cry and have a panic attack. And they'll be like, what did I do? And I'll be like, it's not what you did. It's what my mom did to me when I was three. (laughs) (laughs) At least you'll be seen, right? You're not invisible. That's true. Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) We're going to bring up Kenna. And then was it Rachel from a couple weeks ago? You had, we brought you up and then audio wasn't working. So... I think it was a yeah car Bluetooth issue. So. Yes. So if you are non-car today and would like to come up again, hop on up in the speaker request. So for now, I will bring up Kenna. And Kenna has a very adorable, Perfect. beautiful cat. Oh, oh my gosh. Hi, thank Kenna. you. <laughs> What's your cat's name? Her name is Valkyrie. And I actually named her after the best friend that I was going to talk about today. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so lovely. Sweet. So you guys can either pick from a uh, a puppy dog story, which there are some puppy dogs behind me. So if you hear noises, that's what it is. Or you can hear about my uh, dead best friend. <laughs> oh, shoot. Can we have both? Eh, we have rules here. <laughs> okay. I'll try and be really fast. So the puppy story actually involves one of these dogs walking around here. Um, she <laughs> sees ghosts. The first time that we had her see ghosts, I was in the room that I'm reporting from. And my grandfather and my uncle, his son, had just passed away within a month of each other. And uh, I was just sitting in my bed being kind of sad. And she's staring at the corner of my room really intently because she's a German shepherd. So you can tell when she's like alerting to something. And I was like, what? What are you looking at? And then she like watches it walk across the room. (laughs) And so I start playing Zach Bagans and I said, if it's a ghost, will you walk back to the first corner? <laughs> so she watches it walk back to the other first corner. And I said, if you're my grandpa, will you come closer? Dog watches it come closer to me right next to my head. And I'm like, okay. So sitting there talking to this ghost. Uh, and yeah, she ended up just, she barks at um, like the corners. And we have this new dog who's sitting behind me. She's also a German Shepherd, but she never met my grandpa in real life, like the first dog. So she does not understand why there are men standing at the top of the stairs. <laughs> so one dog is like, oh, my God, it's grandpa. And then the other one is like, what the hell is that? <laughs> exactly. And uh, recently I just moved back into this house uh, with, with Valka, my new new cat, who has never met these or seen ghosts before because she's so little. And recently she came screaming into my room with her hackles up. And I was like, what? What's wrong? Everyone's asleep. Like the dogs aren't even out. Uh, And then shortly afterwards, I realized, oh, the men standing at the top of the stairs. She probably saw my grandpa and freaked out. (laughs) Has she gotten used to your grandpa? Yeah, the new puppy has. Uh, she's totally used to it now. She still barks at them when she sees them at the top of our stairs. So we're like, yeah, yeah, we know he's here. Okay. And then she'll like settle down as soon as we acknowledge it. But the cat, <laughs> she she does not get the memo and she just freaks out. Probably because she also lives with like two women. And so she's like, a man. Have you seen yes. all of those videos Aww. of people getting the little buttons and teaching their pets how to speak? Oh, God, yes. I have so many of those, and I'm so scared of what they would what? say. I, <laughs> I really want you to get them for your pet. What is it? It's, uh, it's like buttons that you can put your own voice in and, like, teach them how to talk to you. Like, they yes. press the buttons of what they're oh, trying yeah. to say. Sabrina, I'm going to send you Bunny the dog is, like, the 
probably has the most words of all the dogs out there right now. And is like, yeah, Bunny's like anxious. Oh yeah, for sure. Existential qu- questions. Like when is there no Oh my gosh, the existential Bunny? questions. Yeah. <laughs> Kenna, you've seen them all, right? Stop. Oh yeah, I have seen those. And then I have seen a couple people who have taught their cat to use the same thing. Okay, you should do it for both. For all I think it's so funny because I feel like if I did that, well, I don't, I haven't even seen it, so I'll need some frame of reference. But I feel like if I did that for Leia and there was one button that said food, she would press that every single time. Food, food, food. food. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's what the cats tend to do. They go outside, pets, food. <laughs> I love it. There's one person on yeah. TikTok, this woman who has a pet pig, and the pig has two buttons, and one of it, one of them goes, dance with me, mommy. And whenever she, <laughs> oh my gosh, we've seen that one too. Yes. <laughs> picks up the pig and like rocks it back and forth. It's so cute. There's a lot of options, especially oh, when it comes to paranormal, we should, right? Crin, TM this, but we should do that as ghosts. I, I see dead people as a button. That's what we'll sell for the pet. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what Royal should have for sure. There's a dead person upstairs. There's a dead person upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh Terrifying. God. Okay, well, what is... So the other really quick story I'll have about my best friend is uh, a little sweeter, also involves this room, and I don't think the cat... I think the cat likes her, if you guys are down for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're ready. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, my best friend's name is Sabrina, and I used to call her my Valkyrie because uh, she was just such a, like, a warrior to me, and she would call me her shield maiden because I was always there for her. And she died this year, so it's been a little rough. <laughs> um, it's okay. We're grieving. We're dealing with it. I still feel her around for sure. Um, but I got a pendulum because of all of the Aww. things that Corinne has been saying. So I got a pendulum, and I got one of those boards that you can use to do letters because I'll do a pendulum, but I won't do a Ouija board, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because it's like it's yeah. all—it's like the same way. thing, but not yeah. right. <laughs> same thing, different letters, font. Letters, yeah, exactly. I love how like Corinne has influenced you to uh, get a we're pendulum. All, we're pendulum friends. <laughs> we're pendulum gals. Yes, we're pendulum friends now. We'll just communicate through our pendulums. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get one now. Yeah. So I have this little pendulum, and I got this little board off of Etsy, and I cleansed it, and I bonded with it. And then one day on, I believe it was her birthday because she passed away in May and then her birthday was in June. So on her birthday, I got her a candle and I got her a piece of cake and I sung her happy birthday and then I got the pendulum out. And I said, if you're here, you need to tell me uh, something that I would know that it was you. And she, uh, I could tell it was her because I felt it, but also the pendulum started swinging and it said, you are a cutie. Oh. <laughs> and I immediately just put the pendulum down. I'm like, okay, you're here. We're done. We're not doing this for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's so, so special. Yeah. So she's still definitely around. I did buy Claire's book and I have been communicating with her through tarot. Uh, it's a lot easier than pendulum, but that was a very cute pendulum experience. <laughs> Can you tell us about your experience oh with communicating with her through tarot? Oh, yeah, for sure. So I've done it with uh, my girlfriend present. We are in a long distance relationship. So she's like on my uh, laptop and 
I'll just start doing the tarot and whatever one pops out, I'll put it in the, the spread. That's what it's called. And so one of the cards that Claire has in her book is a, a spirit identifier. And um, I, so I pull out this card and it immediately says this card is like a Gemini, an air sign, and uh, they passed away via suicide. And I was like, okay, yeah, you know, um, that's definitely her. <laughs> and then the rest of the cards too, when I'm reading in her book, it has like the traditional meanings and then kind of like ways to keep realizing that it's the same spirit. So like it would say, um, this card means that like you just need to slow down and like rationalize your decisions. And then the spirit meaning would be like, the spirit was really sad when it passed away. And, um, again, is probably related to suicide. So Claire makes it super easy in her book to follow. And with every single card in the spread that I pulled, it was just very clear that it was Sabrina. Wow. Oh, I'm so glad that you're able to communicate with her and you have all these different avenues in order to do so. Yeah. And Jason also has been like super nice <laughs> and has done a couple readings for me. And it's been so spooky because like I said, I'm always on the phone video chat with my long distance girlfriend. And so I'll be texting Jason and then he'll say, she keeps saying hi, sunshine. What does that mean? And so I just look at her and I say, Sabrina says hi. Oh, that is so sweet. Oh my gosh. I, love I, know. I know everyone has been super nice because I've been learning about pendulum and all that stuff via the like uh, two girls, one coven. Oh, everyone is coven. so sweet oh, yes. and it's been really nice. Yes. On Facebook. On Facebook, right? Two girls, one coven. Well, I and the Discord group. Yeah, oh, yes. I need to mm-hmm. tap in. I know. Don't we all? We all yeah. need to utilize the resources um, like you do, Kenna. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so easy. All you have to do is put a thing in the discord and everyone is so nice and welcoming and teach. Uh, oh, we love all of you. This is so nice. <laughs> I love this community. <laughs> too. Oh, this, like this is someone handing me a cookie right now. <laughs> um, yeah. And you guys built this. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Kenna. Thank you, thank you for sharing your stories. Yes, it was so nice to talk to you guys. Keep doing what you do. I love you both. I love you. Give all your fur babies big pets and hugs. I shall. (laughs) I did want to mention another great resource that I have recently found. Thanks to my new friend. Um, She told me about an app called Labyrinthos, which I will also talk about in the podcast where episode recording tomorrow. So episode 201. But it does daily tarot readings. And I'm trying to understand and know what the tarot cards are more. So I'm trying to like study each card when I get them pulled. And it has been so spot on. And uh, I need to do mine. I know when you read me yours earlier, I was like, holy shit, Sabrina. It's that Saturn return. It couldn't be more accurate. You know, there's so many freaking cards in a tarot deck. And so for something to be so incredibly specific, it really does make me believe even more than I already do. But I just downloaded the app. I'm excited. Um, Okay. I'm going to bring up Joshua. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Jesse. Joshua teased us in the chat and said that there was a ghost grinder related story. Yeah, we definitely need to know that. Need to know. Hi, big fan. Uh, happy you guys want to hear my weird story. Uh, it's not my grinder date, although I've had some horrifying grinder dates before. 
<laughs> the real life horrors, right? Online uh, dating. Oh, I hate it so much. Um, so this is, uh, this is back when I was still married to my ex-wife. Um, she was a uh, she was a demon story in herself, but um, she had this one friend that I really liked and that we all adored, and he had just gotten out of a bad relationship. So we took him to the Strawberry Festival in Pismo for his birthday, and um, so we thought it would be funny to download Grinder onto his phone and find him a date, and um, we ended up finding him. This this dude, and we we all you know went out to drink and party. It was fun, and then, you know, my ex and I hit the hot tub so we can give him some alone time in our room because we only had one room. Oh, the dude was actually really fun to hang out with. He had just gotten back from the Philippines. He had visited family. He had a lot of stories to share. But there was something just, like, off. And be it, here's the thing. I am super, like, sensitive to, like, paranormal stuff. I can walk into a place and immediately know there's something you know, with negative energy in there. Because I'll either get sick or like I'll pick up on on their emotions or whatever. The hotel room was completely clean when we got there, which was I thought was amazing. Because you know most hotels you, you just know sometimes. And um, this dude kind of went. We were drinking later in the night and kind of felt something heavy, and I just figured I was drunk, you know. And uh, so we we all ended up going to bed and. I keep getting getting this nagging feeling, and it's, like, making me nauseous. So I wake up around 3 a.m., and I, you know, the guys just stayed over. So I'm, me and my wife are in one bed, and the other two in the other. I look in the back corner, and there's this, 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 I thought someone broke into the room. There's this chick standing in the back corner. Oh, my gosh. And she kind of look she uh, uh the best way to describe it she kind of looked like samara from um the ring nope no she's, she's just radiating this massive rage she's just so angry that and she's just standing there she's just standing there she's not making any moves um like she's not even like, casting a shadow on the wall because we had one of the lamps on and She's uh, soaking wet. She looks like she had been like just crawled out of a bog, and she's just so mad. And my initial reaction, because I've always been bothered by spirits my whole life, and my initial reaction was like, "Nope, I did not just see that," and rolled over. <laughs> and uh, I try to go to sleep, but like I can feel, you can feel that she was angry that people were interacting with this person, this guy. And so I eventually go to sleep because, again, I'm used to being bothered by spirits. But, like, she got into my dreams, and this is what freaked me out. I got into witchcraft for protection magic, so I I usually can keep stuff out of my head. And she showed me these most horrible imagery, and the thing that stood out the most was um, she made me watch from the point of view of someone else being strangled by a phone call. Oh my gosh! Wait, so like, this is a very powerful geez. dark entity. Yes, and it's it's scary because I felt everything. Like my dreams suck. I I it's like a kaleidoscope. <laughs> and uh, but when I can feel something constant, it's not a dream. I have already figured that out. And it's it's almost like one of those old, really old beige phone cords from like the late like early nineties, late eighties. She, I kept waking up. She's never left that corner. I got some some message from her. She's very possessive of this person. So I don't know if he was involved with her death or not. 
of this guy that specifically? Yes, he was. She was angry that people were near him. She didn't want anyone near him. She wanted them all to herself. I guess she drowned in a bog or something. She definitely was murdered. But holy cow, she was just sitting there boring daggers in the back. But she knew I knew she was there, which sucked because normally you can. Just... And that's why she infiltrated your dreams. Yeah, yeah. I was. I had to get when I got home. I had to take like the biggest, longest shower and cleanse myself. And it's well, the house I lived in at the time was uh, inhabited with a negative spirit itself that fed off of the negative energy from my marriage. So that didn't help either. But is that one was just kind of just stuck with me? It's kind of like everything she touched left like a like a like a film. Like she wanted everyone to know like what happened to her. I was I was just so freaked out. Did anyone else, because I know you said you saw the spirit, but did your ex-wife or anyone else there see her? No, everyone else was dead asleep. We had been drinking all night. Um, I have insomnia, so (laughs) I'll wake up randomly in the middle of the night and just can't go back to sleep. You know, I recently started experiencing that, and I'm so sorry you have to deal with it because that it's not enjoyable. Oh, yeah. No, um, it sucks, especially when spirits can figure out, oh, you're awake. Um, like, there's, hello. there's something that likes to stomp around in my mom's room. It's not malicious. It's pretty peaceful here, but I keep having to tell my guests, you know, don't give it attention because it'll something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to just be be a guest at someone's house and they go, just, you know, when you're up there, can you not pay attention and give the ghosts any attention? Because it just makes things worse for me. <laughs> yeah, literally, I had to tell that to my boss who spent Thanksgiving with me. So. <laughs> Oh my God. (laughs) Nothing better than some company bonding over ghosts. I know. I mean, just the amount of power that this thing had to, you got into magic and whatnot to protect yourself. And this was the first time that something had basically crossed the barrier that you had put up. That's horrifying. Oh, yeah. And I've actually been in contact with like an actual demon before, so this this actually scared me a little bit more. Okay, well, Josh, Joshua, you are gonna have to come back up here and tell us about this demon. Oh yeah, that was from like when I was nine. So, <laughs> all right. Well, either you email it to us, or can you come back in in following weeks so that we can hear that story as well? Oh, definitely. I'll I'll write it down in email format. I have sent it to. It was previously known as Darkness Prevails, but it's now called uh, Unexplained Encounters. It's a really old episode on YouTube. I'll have to rewrite it up. Amazing. Amazing. Wait, I have, one, I have one more question. I'm sorry if you already said this and I missed it, but the the grinder date from the Philippines, did anyone ever see him again or was that that? Um. Well, you know, we thought him and my my ex-wife's friend really hit it off. They were They had a lot in common. He got along with us, but we never really heard from him again. Like... Um, and Andrew, like, I guess, block, uh, couldn't contact him. He got his number. I, I guess the guy blocked him. Oh, all right. Give him, give his number to us. <laughs> no, I say no, staring at Crin think... and not blinking like Wednesday Adams. <laughs> that, that does make me think, though, that like the demon or or whatever entity was so possessive of him and had so much control over him, basically forced him to to block everybody out because you you sensed the spirit you knew that they were there so maybe you were the big threat in all of this was blowing this woman's cover it could be like i said i 
I've always seen these things like wandering spirits like to tend to bother bother me a lot. So fascinating. Oh well, I am glad that you did not see this particular spirit again because she sounds horrifying. Yeah. Really yeah. Disturbing. Actually, I am so much more afraid to watch the ring now because it just makes me remember this. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Oh well, gosh. thank you so much for sharing. And yeah, no problem. Wonderful night. You too. Okay. I want to bring up Jesse and then after that, Brinley. Hi. Can Hi, you hear me? Yes, Hello. we can. Okay. Awesome. How are you? I'm good. I was in Trader Joe's and had this in my AirPods and I heard my name and I was like, oh shit, I got to get home. So I just pulled in. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect okay, but timing. What was the, what's the best thing that you picked up from Trader Joe's? Um, They have these little uh, pretzels that are dipped in peanut butter and are covered with M&Ms that I just found that um, I'm hoping are as amazing as they look. <laughs> You'll have to. I will. Them. Okay. I, Trader Joe's has the best seasonal thing. Everything. Yeah. My heart is when something is so good and then they sell yes. out of them and they're like, well, maybe next yeah. season. And you're like, <gasps> yeah, we just found truffle ketchup that they, we were obsessed with and they, it was a seasonal thing. They don't have it. Yeah. So sad. <laughs> Awful. Anyway, um, we would love to hear your ghost story. So my mom grew up in a haunted house and I'm not sure how old she was when she, when they moved in, but I, she could probably, it was like three or so. Um, so my grandparents lived in this house for like at least 25 years. Like it was quite a while. Um, and when they were moving in, I'm not sure how long they had been there, but my grandpa was putting stuff up in the attic and he found this old trunk and he, being dumb, opened it and was like, oh, what's in here? And he found um, like old clothes, like period clothes for a little girl and a woman. And then they found this painting of, actually, I think it was a photograph, but it was like hand painted with color of a mom and a daughter. And then there was like a doll in there and just kind of things like that. And he was like, well, this is super cool. And so he puts the picture on the wall and my grandma is like, I don't think that's a good idea. That seems like really sketch, but he did. And like immediately weird shit started happening. So I don't know, like chronologically when all of this happened, but there's so many stories because they lived there for so long. So I'll just pick a couple, but, and it was never scary. It just kind of was like poltergeist kind of stuff. Um, but even after they moved out of that house, they moved to a different town and we don't know for sure, but we're pretty sure that the mom ghost followed us and she's followed us now to two houses since then. Um, and she does, it's not like quite as active and she'll just kind of hide things now. And then when someone notices that something's missing, we'll, we'll look for it. And then after a week we'll go, oh, okay, the ghost must have it. And then it'll appear like within the next day or two. And then, okay, so back to like when they lived in the original house. So my grandma had family over for, it was someone's wedding and she had her sister staying with her and um, she went to go get a glass of wine and she was like, oh, hey, Lorraine, do you want one? And she was, said yes. And so she comes and brings her a glass of wine and they're really fancy. So they were in like just plastic, like crappy cups. And my aunt like takes a drink. Right. That's the best yeah. way to drink wine. Because, <laughs> yeah. 
the risk exactly. of spilling and drops, <laughs> no, breaking. Yeah. Exactly. It's like sippy cups for yes, adults. Yes. So she can't be trusted. <laughs> so she takes a drink and she's like, ha ha, Joanne, funny. Like, where's my wine? And she's like, what are you talking about? And she was like, this is water. And she's like, no, it's not. I poured it from the same box because they're fancy that I have mine from. And like, here, try it. Mine's wine. And she tried it. And she's like, what the hell? And it was water. And she said she poured it from the same box, run right after the other. And somehow my aunts turned into water and she was like, Oh, it must be the ghost. And my aunt was like, what, what are you talking about? And so she was like, Oh yeah, we have a ghost and kind of just started telling her stories. And then when they were leaving from that trip, they were trying to pack and my aunt couldn't find her slippers. And so she kept looking around and everything and couldn't find anything. And she would leave and then she'd come back in the room and her slippers would be right on top of her suitcase. And then she'd leave and then they'd be gone and just kind of playing tricks on her like that. Another story. This is the first one that my mom remembers. So she had shutters, you know, the shutters that they have like on the outside of houses on windows. So she had that for some reason on the inside of her room. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, the seventies were a weird time. So she wakes up in the middle of the night and my grandpa's like flying (laughs) over her bed and is like holding the shutters against the wall. And she was like, what, what are you doing? What's going on? He was like, oh, uh, it's just windy. Go back to sleep. And the shutters were like rattling, like erratically. And she was like, okay, just goes back to sleep. And then she asked him about it when she was like 10. And she was like, hey, do you remember oh, that time that like you were in my room when there it was windy? And he was like, yeah, that's not what happened. <laughs> um, and he... Also, the fact that it was on the right. inside of the room, like you can't, yeah. you can't, if you truly use some like critical thinking skills, you, you can't, there's no reason excuse yeah. it away with like, oh, it's just the wind. It's yeah. Like, the shutters are on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the windows. <closed>. I know. <laughs> um, so another one, my mom was probably 12 and she was doing laundry in their basement, which was like hella creepy. I lived in this house when I was little and I remember being terrified of the basement. Um, and she was putting her clothes from the washer into the dryer and she had the dryer door open and she turned to do something and she heard, she said it sounded like someone like hopped up on the dryer to like sit there. And she was like, what the hell? And she was kind of looking around and nothing was there. So she keeps putting stuff in the dryer and the door shuts and she's like, uh, uh-uh, nope, I'm done. So she's like getting her stuff to go back upstairs. And then she hears this little girl go play with me. And she's like, nope. And runs upstairs and is like, I'm never doing laundry again. We have to move our washer and dryer. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Um, and then, gosh, there's so many. Okay. So a kind of a scary one. So when my mom was in high school, her boyfriend, was over and they were just watching scary movies and my grandparents, it was Halloween and they were going out to a party and they were like, okay, Todd, are you sure you're not going to be scared of the ghost? And he's like, no, it's a ghost. It's whatever. Like, I don't believe in that stuff. And they're like, okay, all right. I know. (laughs) So they were, um, they like just left and my mom was like, dude, you shouldn't have said that. And he was like, whatever. I'm like, I'm not afraid of it. <laughs> and then all of a sudden in between, they were sitting on like two like lazy boys. And in between the two lazy boys, they hear this like tight, like a lion's roar, kind of like the MGM like logo thing. Oh, And whoa. she looked at him and he looked at her and he was like, just kidding. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And they like left and he was like, I'm never going in that house again. 
(laughs) Um, But my uncle was a bodybuilder. And so he had like a full gym, like set up in the basement because my grandpa turned the basement into like two bedrooms. And he, he was like a teenager. And so he would like leave his crap all around and he would leave the weights down. And my grandparents would go downstairs and trip over them. And they'd, you know, Oh, Randy, why'd you do that? So mad. So he'd get in trouble and he would, um, you know, put, he got in trouble one time. And so he was like, okay, for sure. I'm going to put these away, blah, blah, blah. And my grandma goes downstairs and trips over them. And she got so mad at him. And then, so she moved him and put him back up on the, um, I don't know anything about weights on like the stand thing. And, um, (laughs) she turns to go back upstairs and she hears him clink down, like fall down. And she was like, what the hell? Like, okay, whatever. So she goes and puts him up again, turns to leave. They fall again. And she was like, okay, it's a ghost trying to work out. Um, I'm going to leave these down here. Please stay down here. I'm going to go back upstairs. And um, she said, you have to really love fitness. (laughs) I think it's just to like fuck with them. Or or it's a ghost who's like really trying, but the weight is too heavy and then like can't get them back up. Maybe. Yeah, she would do a lot of stuff like to my grandma and she wouldn't really do a whole lot to my grandpa, we think, because she had like a crush on him is the joke. Um, But (laughs) my grandma would say like if she was home alone and she was kind of freaked out, she would say, hey, I'm home alone. Like, please don't do anything. And they never would. But yeah, and it was never anything crazy or super scary. It just was kind of trickster things like that. And then, you know what this is making me think? What? Like the roar, the MGM uh-huh. and then the knocking of the weights off the rack it just reminds me of a cat right like what if it yeah it's just like a ghost lion it could be <laughs> it could be a ghost lion. Lion. yeah that's true yeah <laughs> um my grandpa said he looked into the history of the house because it's in portland oregon and it's so it's super old i'm not sure when it was built um but he looked into the history of the house and they said that there was a fire and basically the dad got out he went to go get help and then the mom and the daughter died in the fire. And so that trunk that oh, they found was so their sad. stuff. And putting up the picture, you know, awakened them, I guess. Um, and I'm not, I think they left everything at the house when they moved. But the ghost, like, for sure has come with us to each house. We've, like, it just, they all say they feel that it feels That's the same. Nice. Yeah. And it's not ever scary. It's just a presence. Um Except she hides and stuff. I'm sure now at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At this point, though, like, it's family. Yeah, basically. Yeah. My <laughs> uncle said that one time he was sitting on his bed, I think, and he he was a drug user. And so he was, like, about to relapse and he was just going through a time. And he sat on his bed and he's just kind of sitting there thinking. And he feels someone sit next to him. And he's like, okay, I'm, I know I'm not high. What is going on? He looks over, no one's there. But he sees an imprint of like where like a butt would be. And he was like, okay, whatever. And so he's like, okay, maybe I should leave. And then he feels someone like rubbing his back and then starts like playing with his hair. And so he was like, I don't know if this is comforting or terrifying, but I'm terrified. So I'm going to leave. But th- she did a lot of like touchy feely kind of stuff with my <laughs> grandpa and my uncle, especially. And then everyone else, it was just kind of trickster kind of stuff. So that's why we think she had a crush on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Aww. But it also sounds like there's a little bit of nurture. Yeah, for there. sure. Yeah. And it was never like it was never scary. She could have been scary, but it just was kind of trickster stuff. So, yeah. 
yeah, maybe a little bit of a traveling soul. Maybe, yeah. You know, just someone goofy waiting yeah. for <laughs> to be reunited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's my story. I my family has like been super spiritual and sees a bunch of stuff and I've never seen anything and my mom thinks it's because like spirits know it would scare the shit out of me, which knock on wood, I'm not going to see anything scary, but um, <laughs> they all have seen stuff like my right. little brother has seen that same uncle um, before and he died when I was three. So and my little brother is seven years younger. So he had never seen him, but it was, I think Father's Day. And this was two houses after that first house. And he looked up and he goes, oh, hey, Randy. And everyone just kind of looks at him and he's like, what? And he was probably 16 at this time. So it's not like he was, you know, just messing around. But he was like, yeah, Randy's here. I'm like, okay. Uh, Hi. (laughs) Yeah. And to like have such confidence as well. Yeah. He said he just looked up and he was like standing right like behind my grandpa and like had his hands on the chair and just was kind of watching us. And I'm just like, "Uh, I'm going to leave. Like, I'm not about this. (laughs) but yeah that's Aww. our family ghost. like ghosts so you, you have many yeah. yeah ghosts and then there's a lot of people who've experienced it and so i know you said you know you'd be scared too but yeah i feel like your your ghost-free days are i know i, I think so like i my we always talk about um my great grandma always wore this certain perfume and we can tell when she's around because we can smell the perfume and I've never experienced that, but my dad's mom just passed away um, like a month and a half ago. And I was sitting at work one day and all of a sudden I just smelled herbal essence shampoo. And I just kind of started laughing because that's always what she wore. And when I was little and I would go over there, I was like obsessed with it. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I need to shower seven times. This smells so good. And so it just was kind of funny that like I finally did experience something and I just smelled her shampoo. But But that's such a... It was, yeah. So... It was very sweet. For someone who's, yeah, nervous to experience anything paranormal, <laughs> yeah. that's the best encounter you could have ever had, right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Something sweet. Oh my gosh, Jesse. <laughs> thank you for sharing all of yeah, these stories. Yeah, you're welcome. Sorry, it was this kind of incredible. <laughs> yeah, thank well, of you. Of course it was because you have so many experiences. I do. I know. And that's so like many. just the iceberg. Like there's so many more. It's just, but that's, those are the ones that stuck out. So Wow. Okay. Oh well, gosh, you can I send us it. your novel when it's finished. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll start with first yeah. to read it. <laughs> okay. Sign the front cover yeah. for All us. right. I'll get on it. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Jesse. All right. Well, thanks. Yeah. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to bring up Brindley real quick and we'll, that will be our last story for the evening. Hello. Perfect. Hi, Hello. Brindley. Hi. Oh my God. I'm fangirling. <laughs> I'm fangirling over you. Someone who's experienced the paranormal. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have listened to you guys for forever, and this is, like, my first time on Campfire Stories, and I'm shook. Oh, no way. Well, hi. Um, Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for letting me. So I'm just going to give you guys, like, a background, and then I'll go through, like, a timeline sort of thing. So I'll just get right into it. So my dad, so we're living in the house right now that my dad grew up in when he was little. And he like it was I don't want to say country, but it was like the last street. And then there's a ton of fields around. So it's kind of farmy. Yeah. So a little more rural on. Yes. Yes. Her name is Tara and she's our ghost. Um, Him and her were super good friends when they were younger. She'd always come over and play with the horses and him and his sister and everything. She was murdered down the street from my house by a neighbor kid. It was 
yeah oh, when my dad finally told us the story after everything happened um she was murdered by one of the neighbor kids and I don't want to get too into detail because it's kind of like private but I can send you guys like the court case if you guys want to look at that um only whatever you feel comfortable yeah, with no it's okay I'm good sharing with you yeah. guys it's just like yeah of course yeah you know my morbid curiosity does want to yeah <laughs> yeah read the article <laughs> yeah but um super sad for the community and everything and I don't yeah that's true yeah my dad's just carried it with him for a while but stuff didn't really start happening to him until me and my sister came into the picture but basically when we were little um Mm -hmm. we used to share a room there would just be like I don't know because they don't really tell us everything but we used to sleepwalk and talk gibberish at the foot of their bed my sister would scream bloody murder in the middle of her sleep Mm -hmm. It, it was oh it was intense for a while, but it was actually really weird when my mom told me that it all stopped when she put holy oil over my door and my window. Oh, well, I'm glad I that was, it worked. Yeah, I was shook after Whoa. that. But um, my dad said he could hear us talking to someone all the time, and it was just kind of weird. But the first time anybody really saw her was when... So my parents are in bed and my mom thinks that it's my sister standing in the doorway like she had a bad dream or something. And so she's like, "Okay, come here. And she sits up on her bed facing away from the door and she feels like somebody sit in the bed next to her thinking it's my sister. And my dad sits up like, what the hell was that for? And my mom's like, what? He's like, you poked me. And she realizes like after he says that, that it's not my sister and there's nobody in the room. Yeah, it's there's just stuff like that all the time. Today, actually, my so we've got like a separate speaker from our TV in our living room, turned on, started playing some, I don't know, what was it? It was like Luke Bryan. And and then it just shut back off. And I was like, okay, yep. So, yeah, we just, I don't know. We know it's her because it's never been like, dark like I've experienced some dark things and it's definitely not that like it's like a happy sort of feeling like yeah she'll play with stuff in the back rooms Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it because there's so much well it sounds like you and your sister probably bring her some type of solace or just like feeling of her youth and childhood that she never really got to complete and so maybe spending time with you two Mm -hmm. and your family just reminds her of that time no yeah I really think it does because we were always like we always thought it was her but we never realized like okay why would she come here as like in her afterlife but my dad was like well she spent a lot of time here as a kid and she probably like when you guys came into the picture she's like oh there's kids at that house again and I don't know yeah oh it's just Mm, where are you going (laughs) 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 but the sleepwalking like you and and your sister sleepwalking and screaming and having those experiences it does make me wonder like I had kind of two thoughts while you were describing that one is like is there some sort of residual stain and energy or like darkness that was attracted to that area after this horrific murder and that is like encroaching on you guys (laughs) because you're more sensitive and and your family and and maybe following this girl's spirit a bit and then another part of me was like I wonder if spirits I wonder if she's using you guys almost to like process her own trauma by having you experience part of it too hmm <gasps> <Whoa>. <laughs> I 
never thought of it that way. Which and also so sad and scary. It, it is no, like, like it's so sad to think about. But yeah, like you guys are so you're her friends, but also you're her supporters, you're her therapist, coping you're her mechanisms. Yeah. Yeah, because I was always confused about, like, the darker stuff, like, the sleepwalking and the screaming and stuff like that, and, like, how it went away when there was holy oil, but the, like, little ghosty things stayed so that, oh, my God, my brain. (laughs) And you're like, (laughs) epiphanies are happening. Yes, they are. Thank you, Corinne. Um, yeah, you have to think back to yeah all those experiences yeah. and, and try to see if there's any patterns or any anything you guys can pick out which might indicate that or maybe it's just an interesting theory to think about no yeah I will I'll think about it <laughs> <laughs> everyday experience almost like we'll just be sitting in the living room watching some tv and there's like a door that closes and we're like oh there she is <laughs> like it's like crazy oh, wow, wow. Oh. How nice, though, that she feels so comfortable in Africa. I know. That's what I think. I'm like, I think it's good that she came here because her parents moved away and the ooh, the kid that murdered her actually still lives down the street. And that's another reason that we think she came here. Yes. Still lives there? Oh, my God. He, um, yeah, I have questions about oh. that, but that sounds like it gets too personal into the details. So please send us the. I will send it. I will yeah. send you guys an email. <laughs> Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. We'll but, protect her. Protect yeah. Tell her she's secret. safe. No, I like. We'll have like little conversations, like, "Oh, hi, how are you doing?" <laughs> like, just when like little stuff happens, so we like feel more comfortable about it because it's kind of like scary. I don't know. It just helps us to like talk yeah. through it, and yeah, absolutely. I know that's that's one of the beautiful things about having haunted houses where multiple people experience the paranormal is like you're not alone in it too. And it does help to to have people to talk through it with and to have people to experience the paranormal with as well. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Because sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. I'll stop soon. But my boyfriend (laughs) didn't believe that our house was haunted. And then he stayed at my house while we were out of town for the weekend. And he's laying in my bed with my dog and he's hearing somebody walk up the hallway and he's like, um, what? <laughs> but like, he called me after he's like, really, I don't know what to do. Like somebody's in the house. I'm like, no, it's just Tara. Like my house is haunted. Do you believe me yet? He's like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, at least now he believes you. I know. Right. I'm like trying to get him into this stuff slowly work. Sometimes it takes, you know, you can tell someone something so many times, but they just need to have their own experience to finally believe exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. 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 Oh gosh. Wow. Well, wow. thank you so much. Friendly. Thank you for sharing for sharing us. your story with us. Yeah. And I'll email like the link for the court case for you guys and everything. Please do. Thank you Perfect. so much, guys. Thank you. thank you. Have such a great night. And thank you Bye. everyone for joining us. Next week, as a reminder, we're doing slumber party sleepover stories. So tell us that time that you guys were all hanging out with your buddies having a sleepover and all of a sudden a ghost came by or that time you had a slumber party with all your friends and you played a Ouija board. Yes. Or like stiff as a feather, light as a board. And then you all let go and the person was still levitating. Bloody Mary in the mirror. We want to hear it all. 
the time someone you hear it farted all. at a sleepover and blamed it on a ghost. Those are, <laughs> like, doesn't, doesn't happen ever. Karen, have you done that before? No, but I was I was playing with a Ouija board when I was like eight and someone did and blamed it on a spirit. Aww. But for years I was like, was that actually a ghost? It smelled like sulfur. It must have been a demon. <laughs> Run, then. And I was oh like, my no, god! Eight years old. Someone definitely just accidentally. <laughs> oh, got a little loose. <laughs> you know, when you get scared, it happens. It happens. We're but we want to hear about it next week. Yes. So um, bring those stories. I'm putting the Discord link in the chat. One. Never mind, I'm not. But if you scroll up, it's there. <laughs> um, all right. Well, charm, you definitely have to bring that story next time. We love you all so very much and can't wait to see you next week. Until then. We love you and we will see you on, on the, the other, other side. side. Very smooth.